What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to the Terminal Satan Podcast, episode twenty-three. Yes, yes. episode twenty-three. Quite the milestone, really. Yes, quite. It's uh, it's consecutive. I was kind gonna, of ah, dang it! I was gonna say this is consecutive goes, digits goes two and then three. <laughs> that was the only thing I was able to come up with. Uh, well, today's a special themed episode. Special theme. Well, what's guys. today's theme? Measure? Aliens. <laughs> oh no! Here they come. Whoa, <laughs> that was scary. Aliens, guys. What yeah. are they? What? What are? They, what are? Jacob, what are aliens? Because from my understanding, yes, it's anybody who uh, crosses over a country's border illegally. Yes, and then <laughs> those are illegal aliens. Yeah, and we're gonna about to talk about illegal aliens for the whole episode. Yep. Right. No, I hate that Canadians. I hate that we don't have. Well, we have extraterrestrial, but I hate how alien means both somebody not from our planet and somebody not from our country. I think because the planet one is what people think of, but I guess alien just means like foreign to a body, right? Yeah, it it makes sense, but we need separate words. Because like, for instance, the the term xenophobia. Oh, yeah. That's the only one. (laughs) So so I'm xenophobic, (laughs) but against extraterrestrials, not like- Yeah, that that one one also applies to both. That's the problem. That's what I mean. (laughs) That's why it's a problem. There's only one xenophobia. <laughs> well, there's uh, Islamophobia, but that's more specific, right? No, no, no. What, what I mean is like xenophobic ver- extraterrestrials versus, you know, people on this planet. Yeah. Like, like those are very different concepts. True. But, yeah, there's other phobias for people on the planet anyway. I understand that it's a word that, I, I like the word itself for meaning both, like just as a concept. But yeah, we do need more that specify we, yeah. planet versus country. So what, what do you got on your alien docket? So the, the real quick one, right? The question that you have to answer yeah. um, is, do you believe in aliens? That's what people want to know. And I think we've both already been on record saying that we do. Probably, like, yeah. I it's, mean, it's too... And then if you listen to the podcast, it kind of goes without saying, I think. Yeah, and I don't think that's... That's not a very controversial thought. No. Like, um, it's just... It's too statistically, like... And it's so, statistically almost impossible yeah, for life to not exist somewhere out there. And I mean, there are prominent scientific figures who say that it's unlikely... Which is that fine. life would exist. But for the most part, I think, it, yeah, you can pretty much assume that it exists. Yeah, and I'm some not, form. Here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if I was wrong about that. It's just my, that's a belief. Because I don't think it's, I'm not going around saying it's like definitely true. And I'm, I'm it's mostly, just super likely to me in yeah, my brain. I'm, I'm mostly talking about carbon-based life too. Really? I think it's even likely enough that it's just carbon-based. Like, like just ignoring the other types that are possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, okay. But I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of that too, if that's possible. Do we even know if other types of life? I are possible? don't know. I've never really looked into that. That's not something we kind of we kind of ignore it because it's like too much work. Well, to think about. well, how do you? How do you? We don't even know how to like. Yeah. Do carbon based? So like, how are we? Supposed that was to- one of the episodes of the original Star Trek. Was like there was this other like rock thing, and they're like, wait a minute, is this thing alive? Wait, wait they're like discovering other types of life, and it was um silicon based life. Oh. And it was okay. really really tough because you know. None of their sensors or, or any medical practices or anything like have to do with that with, with type of life. Basic life, yeah, yeah. And and then it was also killing people, and it was a whole thing. So it was a problem. <laughs> like, how do we negotiate with something that we can't even understand if it's alive or not? Yeah, that's got to throw a wrench in the gears. You know, that actually kind of makes me think of what I was looking at last night, which was like lobsters, and um, <laughs> <laughs> it came up for Jacob some was, reason. You were supposed to do alien research and it, fucking lobsters googling are lobsters. Pretty alien. <laughs> They're exoskeletal, which and crustacean. So like th- those are two alien concepts. Um, really people that. actually argue. Well, they did for a while. I think it's been debunked now. But there was arguments about whether or not uh, like 
squids and other octopus and everything are like actually the sa- I have the same ancestor with us or if they're like alien life forms, <laughs> <laughs> which I think that's been thoroughly debunked now, but it was actually a, a valid concern for a little while. Wasn't the first types of life, I was, I was always told the first like species of like life were like jellyfish of animal life. Not animal um, life, because there's been single-celled organisms. Yeah, I was going to say, not really. I thought it was jellyfish, no? Or are they just really old? Is that what they were saying? They're probably just really old. I, I don't think everything evolved from jellyfish, if uh, that's I what know, you mean. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, now that I think about it. I, that's what I was told. That's yeah. definitely wrong. There's no way. I mean, yeah, maybe they were like one of the first ones to emerge, perhaps. Why haven't... But it's like, how do Why you come back changed? from a jellyfish, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. They're still around. So if they if they existed this long, why haven't... I guess they're really content with that with that little form there, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, this works. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, how? Totally. How does that work? Well, that's like the tardigrade thing, right? They've been the same for ages. Crocodiles have been the same. Sharks have been the same. I guess that's that's fair, yeah. Yeah, there's a, I mean, even crabs have been the same for a while. Yeah. But, um, anyway, what I was going to say with lobsters was like, they were talking about boiling lobsters, right? And right, that's like yes. how inhumane that is if you just okay. boil them alive. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about what are the alternatives for more humane lobster killing. And you'd think that there'd just be one answer, but apparently this is like a hotly debated topic because we don't understand them enough. Like for instance, they don't have a centralized brain system. It's like spread out throughout their body for them. Like, so they have like a cluster around their head area Mm -hmm. where it's most of it, but not all of it. So like they can still be conscious possibly, maybe, um, even if you like cut them in the head, which was one of the methods, was okay. just slice them down the middle of the head. Which, by the way, I watched a YouTube video on that. I don't like that sound. Oh. <laughs> when he just, he, well, first off, I, I would be uncomfortable handling a lobster with my bare hands like that. Right. Like, I don't want, like, not the pinching part, but just it's gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then he, like, freaking, he takes a knife and puts it right behind the eyes and just, like, cuts into it and downward. So he, like, tries to cut the head part in half. Yeah. And it just makes, like, this this crackling, like, soft noise. Mm-hmm. It's very it's disgusting. <laughs> and the brain stuff comes out and everything. But, um, and th- that kind of worked. But we, you don't know if, like, the thing is actually still experiencing anything or not. Right, okay. We also don't even know if they feel pain. But I think it's fair to just give them the benefit of the doubt in, in that sense. But here's the thing. The thing with lobster is they immediately decompose, like immediately, which is why we right. That's why well, they do that right before they you know cook them. Right, right. Like immediately before. So how do we how do we fix this? Well, you just kill them immediately before you cook them, right? No, but we don't know. Remember, you were just talking about the issues. We yeah. don't know if it's still conscious. That is the so problem. How do you kill it? Like like and immediately cook it. Yeah, you gotta kind of like cook it up quick. <laughs> it's like the only way to do this. Yeah, well, I mean, they they have. Like, what are some other things that they're proposing? So that was what everybody was first at the surface level saying it was the right way to do it. But then, as okay. I dug deeper, that's when doubts started to come across. That apparently the scientific community doubts that one. So the the only better method I heard, well, there were two actually. One was that you sort of half freeze it for a while. Which basically slows down, you know, its consciousness and puts it in like a hibernation kind of state. So that way, it doesn't experience things as much when you do kill it that way. Or, and that can be combined with the other one, which is you just cut the whole thing in half at once. Okay. Which because that way, even if like because normally you just cut the head in half, but I guess cutting the whole thing in half could potentially have a better shot at destroying more of the brain. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But then you gotta, you know, people will complain about, oh, my lobster's cut in half, you know, <laughs> my tail is cut in half. Oh man, that's a, that's a lobster. It never looked good in the first place. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh god, and it, oh, 
I, I think I might have even talked about it on the podcast, but just eating crustaceans is so gross to yeah, me. Yeah, you have. We've talked about yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus. Because you're just looking at that thing and you're like, it's, it's just, it's an insect. It's a beetle. It's a big beetle. <laughs> it's an, What's weird is it's, I would agree that it's an insect and beetle, but it's it's very... Is it appealing? Fleshy and animalistic. Well, yeah, but the be- beetles are fleshy too. It's just it's so too small. small. It, it looks too. It's like a bug in my brain with bugs. It's like outer shell and then goo. Yeah, <laughs> which it is with crustaceans. It's just goo inside. Well, it's kind of fleshy goo <laughs> when you cook it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty gooey goo <laughs> when they're alive. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it goes bad so quickly because they're filled with all this nasty, toxic bacteria that like immediately they just decompose. So you got to cook it instantly because it's so riddled with shit inside. Is it inside. actually like a liquid before we cook it? Yeah, for, pretty much. Oh. Like if you see them like rip off the arm, it's just liquid. It pours out. I didn't know this. It, it's just a bug. <laughs> it oh, really it is. it really is just a bug, <laughs> yeah. huh? I mean, maybe if you cooked bugs, it'd be more, you know, spongy or something. I I'm know. not, I don't like this. Well, we should stop eating them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the most humane way to kill them is just to not eat them. <laughs> to not eat them at yeah. all. I love the idea of like they're a bug on the bottom of the ocean and somehow we found them and <laughs> I don't know, harvesting them and eating them is kind of a funny concept. Yeah. It's like you, you there's other things on earth to eat like on the Plenty ground. Plenty of other great alternatives land. to, you know, water bugs. Uh, cows are a blessing. Oh my God. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, cows and pigs, I guess some well, people yeah, would say pigs, sheep. You know, I mean, even pigs too, I guess. Pigs have a lot going, you know. No, but I'm I'm just thinking like they're easy to catch. <laughs> oh, cows! <laughs> yeah, you're right. They just kind of <laughs> chill out. <laughs> yeah. Do we domesticate crab? Oh, not crabs, lobsters. Because you know, like we domesticate cows so we can. Well, farm is them. there much to domesticate? They kind of just chill. Yeah, they kind of just do their thing. <laughs> just well, what did we domesticate about cows that made them more domesticated? I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe they, well they don't run away. <laughs> I guess. Maybe we just hurt them enough and they just kind of chill out. Why are we talking about... Co- we're supposed to be aliens episodes. <laughs> was it in our psychology class that we had that um, autistic lady that figured out how cows... Didn't she make like a machine that hugs the cow and then it makes them more comfortable? <laughs> yeah, and she made like a pathway or, or, or she like... I don't know. She walked with the cows to experience what they experienced. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You, you don't remember? She was like... I, I don't, her, I don't remember much about it. She was on her hands and knees crawling through nice. the cow things. They're like, this is what they experienced. And they're like, some people are into that sort of thing. And her, <laughs> and her, her conclusion was something like, they don't like it. <laughs> wow. They are not happy when they get slaughtered. And we're like, oh, yeah. Shucks. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Too that, bad. That was one of the things I saw about lobsters too, is that they're like, like yeah, we, we know it's probably better to cut them first, but it's like so much work. <laughs> so we're just going to boil them. <laughs> like really guys? I don't know. At least do the head cut. Yeah, I, we're I, so I, lazy. I do, I do agree with that. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, you kill it the same way. But it's like, let's not make it suffer, suffer. You know? Yeah, I mean, gee, yeah. like boiling and or steaming it alive is just that's so barbaric. That's so bad. Yeah, we don't I'm do not, that to other animals. Even though we kill and eat them, we don't boil them alive. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've been doing that to cows. Like, this whole <laughs> yeah, boiled cow. <laughs> <laughs> so I have great. a cow vat in my garage. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Anyway, what made me think of lobsters as being alien was the whole like decentralized brain thing, which is so not really something you think about for aliens. I, really, I literally don't think about that at all. That's really interesting to me. Yeah, that. I mean, and the same thing goes for octopuses. <laughs> Octopi, octop- Octopi no, octop- is actually not. I was going to say octopuses is actually correct. Yeah, it's weird that that that's such a pervasive thing. Like 
octopi is what everybody knows to be the correct plural for be- octopus. Because typically Greek is is the way we pluralize words. Like that's Okay, typical. we have like no consistent pluralization methods. We, it's so I'm really going through bad. it. My silence is me well, going like through it. Yeah, he's right. Moose. Moose. Meese? No, just moose, moose. Oh. Goose, geese. Mo- mo- goose? Um, ducks. Fucks. Duck. I did it backwards that time. But like there's the S thing. There's the changing the vowels. There's, there's the not ox. changing it at all. There's oxen. What the hell? Oxen. Yeah, we add the E-N to what the, the end. That, that's, that's not Oxen aren't the only one too. We have like a million and one ways to pluralize things and none of them are consistent. Mice? Mouse, mice. Mm. Yeah, so that's not even just changing the vowel. It's changing. For we some reason we changed the word. There. We changed the letter to, to another letter that makes the same sound <laughs> with ma- mouse and mice. Why don't we just go mouses? Duh. Yeah, so let's not get into that. But yeah, octopuses have like, you know, multiple brains or like their whole their whole body is a brain or something to that extent. Right, but don't there's there's a couple animals with multiple quote unquote brains, but isn't there like a still a singular conscious within the animal? Yeah, well, I guess if we don't know, but we yeah, assume it's so. hard to know. We yeah. assume it's continuous because just having your brain all in the same spot doesn't make it more or less of you know a different object. Okay, so this is this is branching off a little bit, but yeah. um, what do you call? I just watched a Black Mirror episode that is is changing my view on the whole robot rights thing. Going back to episode, <laughs> yeah, one. that is relevant on the podcast. Oh, did I talk about? Did I talk to you about the Black Mirror episode? You told me about it, but oh, I think it's right. worth talking about on the podcast because the robot rights thing has been something that I've been pushing for for a long time. I was I've always had like an issue with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I've always been like racist. It's just a simulated code. You know what I mean? It's like there's not. Thing there, but uh, one of the premises of one of the Black Mirror episodes because I don't even remember. I don't watch the show. I just friend put it on. They put this chip in like a patient's head, and it would monitor what they do for a week. And it's it's basically like figuring it out how the person's brain works. And then like the, the the patient pays for this, by the way. And then when they extract it, they're able to use that data to simulate a copy of that person's consciousness. And then they enslave it. <laughs> and it essentially, like the reason why you'd want this is because. Your entire house can be um, automatic, and everything is controlled by your enslaved. And so that's proposed to be that much better than just having a a generalized consciousness that everybody uses to control their house. You can't put logic to this because I feel like you could just automate this yourself, anyways. Okay. (laughs) Like think about it. Like the whole thing she did was like she scheduled your appointments, she made your coffee, she did this and that. Yeah. You can already do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's that's, not, that's that what I mean. It's like they could just have a singular consciousness that does all of this stuff. I know. It's really not. It wouldn't have been that difficult. Especially when you when you get to the time thing later on. They could literally just have a singular one that they enslave. If they're going to have a slave, they could have just have one. I know. It wouldn't be that hard. They can tr- control relative time for the consciousness. So like, because like when you, you know, think about it this way. Uh, it's a copy of your conscious, right? So you just kind of wake up in this digital machine. And you're yeah. a copy of your real self, but you feel like yourself. The funny thing is, is that, yeah, you, you would literally, you would have your whole life up to that point. Then you're like, hey, I'm going to order a consciousness of myself. And then you are the slave. Yeah, that's essentially yeah. how it comes. That's the perspective of the consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, it, again, it is simulated. That's the, that's the line here is that it's, a, it's simulated, but from its perspective, it's self-aware. Yeah. And it, it's like, ah, oh no. <laughs> um, and they would bully it. They would, in order to like um, break its will and like make it so that it's okay with being a slave. They would, they would like uh, change its time rate. So like, I think he did like, okay, I'm gonna set you up for like three weeks in like a couple seconds, 
and then boom, it would go by, and it would be three weeks for the simulated consciousness. But he's been just sitting there. Yeah. And then and, and then he was, and then you know and then he did it for like six months, and then you just do that until they break consciously. And I was just like. That's a little unnecessary. I'm I know, like, that's no. rough. I'm like, no, I'm feeling empathy for the code. <laughs> so that that's what changed your mind on it. Just a just a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. It's it's hard because I, I I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I think if it's it's, it's if it's legitimately self-aware, yeah, I think don't abuse it, I guess. I'm yeah. okay with enslaving it, but not abusing it. Like an animal. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think it deserves animal rights at the least. But would we give animals full human rights if they had like full sapience or that we could prove that? We wouldn't. I would think, I, w- I think we should. Yeah. So if, if you think we should for that, we should do the same for robots. Nah. <laughs> Whatever. You know what? We, we, can, we can branch this back into aliens by talking about alien rights. Hmm. Uh, okay, I believe that's the same. I think if, if we have, if we find aliens and they have sapient life, they should have the same how rights. Are you gonna, how are you going to decide whether or not they do? Have sapient intelligence? Yeah. Because you're like, there's, if there's they ways do, to, there's ways we to can't, test that. No, no. Oh, we have like the we have like the mirror test. We're like, do they notice themselves in the mirror? <laughs> that is not a sophisticated <laughs> test. <laughs> I thought we had more like in cross ways of testing. We them. don't know. <laughs> we don't know. That's why we can't solve the lobster thing. Is we don't know. <laughs> wow, we suck at this. I yeah. thought we were better at brain activity and stuff. Yeah, no, not at all. I don't know. I feel like I feel like with specifically aliens, we should give them the most rights they can get. Because they're not even of our planet, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I agree. Especially, it'd be bad if we went to their planet and then like took away their rights <laughs> from them. <laughs> they're like so. Oh my god! That kind of makes some parallels to some historical situations with yeah. humans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know, and uh, I I guarantee you that our treating our treatment of the aliens would be a hundred percent dependent on how like attractive they are to us. Really? Whether they're cute or whether they're ugly. I think it would just be the worst possible, no matter what happens. No, no because if the aliens look like kittens, we're gonna treat them better than if they didn't. You know? You know that that's a fair argument. That's, that's a fair argument. I guarantee you, they won't look like kittens. <laughs> I mean, it's not impossible. Oh, it's, no, it isn't impossible. I'm just but, I'm yeah, no, saying. They're, it's, likely, yeah, they're, they're probably going to be the ugliest goddamn things we've ever seen. Probably. Because, just think about it. It's, it'll look nothing like anything we've seen. Well, no, beyond that, like our idea of what's cute is purely a mammal thing. Yeah, I like, think like so. We can think other spe- other types of animals are cute, but, yeah, but the, it's you. mammal traits. The big eyes, the big head relative to the rest of their body, etc. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm describing a typical alien that you'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Big oh, eyes, big head, they don't look cute. I'm, I'm going to go into that later with the Roswell shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm assuming they'll be ugly. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming whatever, if they're an ant. Oh, obviously, we're, we're, we're talking about life that's evolved to the point of at least fauna. I, I don't know. I, in, my, in my opinion, I, I'm assuming for the, if there was life out there, it'd probably just be like single celled shit, right? Like or tiny like plants. Micro. Yeah, like like it's like oh plants, that's lame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we discovered alien life and it's like our like coral a, reef or something. <laughs> we discovered alien that's life. It's so boring. It's fucking zooplankton <laughs> like somewhere. Yeah. We're gonna start putting a lot more research into whether plants are sentient as soon as that happens. Because then it becomes more relevant. I don't want to find out if they are. No, I do. I do want to find out. Yeah. I just hope they're not. Yeah, because it it does complicate things. Yeah, fucking <laughs> 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 mowing your grass will have yeah. a different feel. <laughs> oh god, we'd have to. Society would stay the same. <laughs> we oh, would. No, we, we would just reject this new information <laughs> <laughs> as we do with so many things. Yeah, I know. We would not. We would not be happy with that. 
Oh my gosh. Oh man, the lawnmower industry would become a big lobby co- uh, corporation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, no plant rights. No okay. <laughs> plant rights. Funny <laughs> oh, it would become a lot more morbid. It's like, wait, we cut them off and store them in vases everywhere. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, how, what do you even do if, if grass is sunshine? Like, you There's can't no- just let it grow. <laughs> There's not much you can do. And yeah. it's not like, I don't know. Well, I guess we just stop having grass in our yards. It helps, that's that, like we the only solution. It helps that plants can't scream. Yeah. Because if they can scream, it changes people's opinions That's our, That's our thing is like, because they don't move in, in our time scale and they don't make noise intentionally. Like we're like, oh, it's not alive. <laughs> Even though you could totally have a human that can't do either of those things, but you know, and we, we call Metallica those people song. vegetables, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, there it is. <laughs> that's so that's so screwed up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. that that would make being uh, veganism and vegetarianism much more difficult as well. Like we can't eat human. I mean, sorry, not humans. <laughs> we can't eat animals, and we can't eat vegetables now. Well, what do we eat? Well, the thing is, we're omnivores, so like we're biologically like designed to eat these things. So what else are we supposed to eat? That's what I'm saying. What else would you eat? Uh, if if morally it, it was a bad thing to eat vegetables, morals well. are subjective. I eat I eat animals anyways. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but we're talking about like the people who are going to be. Well, they better change their morals. <laughs> Change them up. I don't know what. Could you eat like seeds, perhaps? Though those are, oh, I see. Like like grains and stuff like that. Well, they don't. They don't like eating eggs. Yeah, you're right. But, and even though they're unfurtilized eggs too. I know they're they're, they're unfurtilized. Okay, there's but, nothing wrong with okay, eggs. Okay, no, no. But but the they thing about the they eggs, they don't drink is, milk. There's well, nothing. In the milk. eggs. The bad thing about the eggs is like the the farming part, where like they're farmed eggs that we keep these chickens here to I lay see. eggs. Okay, that's a fair argument. So maybe if there were like free roam seeds, <laughs> which <laughs> which are not hard to get, because plants <laughs> just kind of farm themselves. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're you're harvesting those seeds in in. You call it inhumanely. I guess I guess inhumanely is from the perspective of the. The doer. Okay, so let's do it, Jacob. Let's design the best looking alien. The let's best go. looking. Well, you know what the best looking the alien ideal would be. Ideal alien. What, what do you be, think? It'd just be the ideal human if it's the best looking one. Oh damn! Really? I mean, yeah, it'd just be the ideal human. Maybe, maybe with some modifications. Okay, so if there's aliens, right, and they look exactly like humans, would you date an alien? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I did not. I did not tell you that they don't have sapiens. They have the minds of plants, Jacob. You lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> I have changed the rules, and you lose. Uh, <laughs> just, just walking around aimlessly, bumping. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess there's nothing morally wrong with dating something if it's not sentient. But I don't. I wouldn't be happy with that situation. You mean sapient or sentient? Sapient. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think. I don't know. It makes a distinction in this case because we're talking about. Whether or not it's animalistic or more oh, like human. Oh, okay. Then there would be a problem with it because then, then it's conscious, but it also can't consent. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> okay, what I'm that's worse. That's, what I'm that's even worse. That's worse, right? Because yeah, it's, I mean, it's I mean, like, it's I mean, like if it was like a, a like a plant, then I guess there's nothing morally wrong with right, dating there's it. There's a plant, even <laughs> an attractive plant. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that though. Still, what if it looked like humans? Well, the, well, no. But if it's, <laughs> but I'm talking you, purely about its consciousness. Yes. Right. Yes. Even if it looked like the best human ever, if it's still a, if it's a plant brain, then I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, you wouldn't you wouldn't date it unless you were attracted to its like personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, that's yeah. I'm, part I'm, of it. Yeah, which I there wouldn't be a problem with. You yeah. know, there'd be people with signs, <laughs> uh, like protesting that. If that <laughs> yeah. was a thing. People with signs is like a way to put it. Yeah, yeah. The Westboro Baptist Church would have a problem with with alien dating. In fact, a lot. I feel like a lot of people who are even not bad people now would have a problem with it, which is interesting. 
I can, I guess I can see arguments for it, but I personally don't care. Okay, I have to see these. Aliens. But the thing is, the problem is that all our arguments against dating aliens would, like, almost all of them would still apply to like not dating other races, which is obviously not a bad thing. Different planet, though, so we don't know how they work as a society. We know how other races work. Well, so, like societal differences aren't a reason to say that dating something is morally bad. If it no, I'm saying that, to it. but like I'm saying, like this is this is a different dimension that makes it different. Now we can we we can understand they're just people too, of different races. But yeah. we're talking about interspecies here. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm so saying what? that I can I'm saying that I can see that I can see valid arguments. I can see that being an argument. I don't think it's a valid one. Like that that alone is not an argument. There'd have to be something branching off of that. I'm just saying I can see it making sense. Uh, I can making see someone sense. having an issue. I still think it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, unless you have a reason other than they're not from this planet, then it's that's no, just well, racist. No, my reason is it's if it's a sapient creature of okay. a different planet, they might have a different cultural system that we should probably respect. Oh, well then yeah. <laughs> that's what I- but no, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking okay. like people who would just even like even assuming their culture allowed it and they were totally up for it. Like people here would be like, "No, you can't date aliens. It's bad. It's bad for humanity. It's morally wrong. All that kind of stuff." Yeah, that would probably that would exist. From- you're right, and I'm assuming that would just come from fear. Oh, yeah. There'd be a lot of fear involved with aliens. The only really valid reason I can think of, and that, that wouldn't be a reason not to date them, but a reason for other things, would be you're not going to be able to re- reproduce something uh, that would... If, if, it comes, if anything comes out of reproduction, it'd be a bad thing. What if, wait, so, what, if, what if they evolved almost exactly like humans? You might be able to reproduce. That is so... <laughs> like, if we're talking about whether or not kittens would be likely as aliens, kittens are way more likely as aliens than being able to reproduce with an yeah, alien. Yeah, I know. I'm joking around yeah, here. That would be so what, crazy. What's the likelihood of them being just like us and also having compatible DNA as, and sp- has developed like space travel that got to us? That's what so I'm many coincidences. It's, it's, there's literal. There's like you are not going to no be way. able to reproduce with these aliens. <laughs> <laughs> that is just a fact. Unless, unless it's panspermia different. was the was the origin of life on Earth. What a panspermia. What's that? It's where. On a grander scale, life reproduces. So, like, the origin of life on Earth would have been from like a meteor from life somewhere else. So that means that we would ha- share a common ancestor with those aliens if they. If they uh, oh, I see what you source. mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In which case, yeah, you could you probably you could potentially reproduce with them. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jacob. What if it's a different type of life that just takes any type of reproduction process? Any like the I'm just, universal I'm, receiver. Jacob, <laughs> the thing I'm saying is so unbelievably impossible. Yeah. I'm just joking around here. <laughs> Panspermia could make the alien kittens much more likely too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, but panspermia sounds like a baseless theory. How does that even happen? Like a like a, a planet explodes and then like the debris has the bacteria on it that survived. Well, explosion. like say say a meteor hits Earth. Okay. It could like like shrapnel? debris can just oh, literally okay. go off. That's how the that's what the moon is 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 shrapnel from a Mars-sized planet hitting Earth. I really hope that's not. I, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. You got to think of like planets as liquids too, because they because they can be and they yeah, kind of are. Once they're kind of yeah, one, once once they get a little jostled, then they're yeah, they're pretty liquidy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially on the grand scale of things. Like we've we've run like countless simulations of like impacts hitting Earth, and we we've run into ones that actually end up in the current situation of Earth and the Moon. So if you watch one of those simulations, you just see the whole thing sloshing around like jelly. Yeah, uh, I would assume so. S- uh, similar to how like sand. Is is can, can kind of be simulated kind of. as a as a fluid, even though except it's, for it's it's more like 
lava and how you can have a crust on lava. I think that's what that's what works in my brain. Really? Okay. Because like the, the outside can like burn off to a crust and solidify a little bit, or sorry, cool off to a crust. But then the hot bits are still liquidy. Oh know? right. So and rocks do that. I I know I know the 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 core of the Earth is liquid, but is it the majority of the Earth? Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. No, you have no idea. Oh, whoops. The, the crust is such a ridiculously tiny, thought, tiny little slice. Yeah, but slice. I felt like the mantle and stuff was also solid. Is that stuff also liquid? Well, the mantle. Wait, wait, how, how much? I don't remember the, the names. I'm saying, I, I got I to look up there's a, the crust. Earth's cross section real quick. There's the crust, and then there's all those layers. I thought only the center couple were, were liquid. Is it the whole thing? Well, yeah, but most of those layers are like in the crust. Hold on, hold on. Earth. Oh my gosh. Diagram. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this, this is a great segue to one of my other things I wanted to oh, talk perfect. about. Oh, perfect. Jacob is looking up an earth diagram. Oh yeah. I mean, this is, there's a lot of red. It's <laughs> <laughs> all of that liquid. Yeah. I, I guess I knew, I knew Look, that as a kid, oh, there but you it's go. so on un- <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, obviously- I we, was taught this as a kid. And we don't know that this is a hundred percent fact. I know. This, this, is is our, our, this is our assumption. The best understanding. And I was told that as a kid, like, oh, yeah. and then you have all this core and it's a lot of molten lava. And I'm just but you like- you think like a little ball at the middle. <laughs> I thought it was a little ball at the middle. And in my brain, I'm like- in my brain as a kid, I'm just like, yeah, okay, fine. It makes sense, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you really think about it, 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 the concept that we're just this eggshell yeah. in the middle is just more. Well, I mean, think lava. about like how the how the continents are just sliding around all over the place. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like they wouldn't do that if it was like mostly solid, right? It's got to be just like floating around on top of liquid. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> that makes so much sense. I hate that. Yeah. Dude, okay, I know this. this is a stupid thing to say. But existence itself is the craziest thing to me. Yeah, it is. The way, the way that the, that like there is just matter and energy and movement, and they all follow freaking rules for some reason. They follow rules for mm-hmm. some reason, <laughs> and that thing creates things. And the fact that we've come to a part point where like Gucci makes clothes for people. Yeah. Like what? What? How yeah. does random stuff happen to the point that? <laughs> There's a McDonald's. Like, I hate. I hate that the answer is. I mean, it, it's a valid answer. It's just. It's disappointing that the answer is like. Well, if it didn't, we wouldn't be thinking about it. You know. Oh no! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but here's the thing. Think from a think from a computer brain, right? Yeah. It, it it wouldn't. There's no frame of reference to think that that would be the logical thing that would exist. It just exists. Well, yeah. Like I would never have assumed that. Like coming from a point of knowing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. That this would be the reality of existence. It sounds like a fever dream. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? Because it's just one of the many potential realities. Yeah, right? that's probably that's why. That's yeah. exactly why. When, when you when you think from the basis of anything can happen, yeah, it's crazy that things happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So what what were you transitioning into? The the hollow earth. What the hell? Hollow earth? Is that like one of the conspiracies? Yeah, it's one of the conspiracies. Uh, so some dude flew to the Arctic. Mm. Forgot his name because I don't care about names. Nope. And he found like tunnels and he claims at the tunnels, yeah. get this, go to an inside earth that has its own advanced civilization. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, it's a crazy idea, I agree. But apparently, there's a lot of religions and, and, and cultures that believe in the exact same thing. We can discuss this now because that doesn't, because we also all believe in dragons, but we all know that's, that's a little <laughs> right. crap. Right, but, but where the hell did we get this idea? And also, how are hmm. we so un like? Well, I, I so think where we got it was just like it's not very creative. It's not the most yeah, I guess it is crazy isn't. idea to independently show up in different places. Like, because you know how like a lot of the times when when we're kids, we like all independently came up with specific ideas. Like, you, you're familiar mm. with Pascal's wager. That was like that. Uh, that was like the religious thing. We're like, 
oh, either either heaven exists or it doesn't exist. So if if it exists and I decide to believe in it, then I'm good. If it exists and I decide not to believe in it, then yes, I'm in a I'm bad sure. position. Yep, so on and so forth, right? Right, yeah. We all independently came up with that. And then it turns out it was Pascal's wager. So we can, I think we can all independently also come up with you the know, idea that's a that, great that's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not I'm not saying it has any merit because there's literally there's there's no way, right? No, no. It, well, no, it, it definitely is not. Yeah, there's, the there's no way that that's physically possible. No, for there to be an internal atmosphere <laughs> within the Earth. Not not on Earth, definitely not. I I mean, it's it's not impossible in another body. Really? How? How do you have like? Well, a it couldn't be. Outer... It couldn't be hollow. It'd have to be in another layer below the top layer. Right. Right. Yeah. Like for instance, on Europa, they have a kind of similar thing going on there. What do they got? They got like a. Presumably, we don't. We don't. We need to go there and prove it. But we think that there might be a liquid ocean underneath the solid crust, where life could exist. That's really interesting. That is really interesting. That's, that's why really everybody's neat. into Europa. <laughs> Whoa! It's like it's the cool moon. That's a. That's actually a sick dream theater song name. Yeah, Europa. <laughs> Why do they have to name it Europa? I know, it's the Europe. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, what? Everybody jokes that if we had life there, they'd be called the Europeans. <laughs> we call them, they have little, they have little British flags. Yeah. <laughs> Colonize. Colonize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's too funny. Um, yeah, so that's a weird That's a weird. That's conspiracy. actually, that, no, that's one of the, um, what you're talking about is one of the explanations for like, UFOs, as if we need more explanations, because the any explanation for UFOs is ridiculous anyway. But they're like, yeah, they're not aliens from another planet; they're aliens from this planet underground. I feel like that's somehow more believable, though. Even though I don't believe in a, an it's underground more believable. It's more believable that there's a species inside. Somewhere. Just because it's so incredibly unlikely for intelligent to life to from, be here, it's from, from something from without other us planets, knowing yeah. beyond you know the just the sheer probability in the first place. Exactly. So let's get into the Roswell incident. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's do it. So uh, for those who are unfamiliar, which you which all you are, are, you guys are in, familiar yeah. with this. 1947, something crashes into in the desert in New Mexico. Yep. Roswell, New Mexico. And um, this is just a weird incident, and I want to talk about it. Not because I believe aliens came here from another planet, but because there are still unexplained things that happened here. There are throughout UFO culture. There's a lot of, that's why I love it, is because there's so many interesting things that we can't explain yet. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's obviously not real. I feel, I I, I always hate like ghost stories and stuff like that, because I I don't believe in ghosts whatsoever and it doesn't interest me. But I understand. Because I feel the same way about aliens and UFO stuff. Yes. It's like, I don't believe in it, but it's fun to research, look into. With, with the ghost things, I, I, there's stuff, just, just weird things happen, dude. Yeah. And there's a point in, in me that like some of it has to be not circumstantial and some of it has to be like something that is unknown, not specifically ghosts, but there's, there's, just, there's stuff that happens that's just weird to me. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Do I need to be present for the explanation of Roswell? <laughs> I guess you don't. Okay, then I'm going to use this opportunity. So you're familiar with some of the stuff though, right? Yeah, dude. You think I didn't grow up reading alien books my whole childhood? I well, know about I, Roswell. I'm going to grill Jacob because Jacob is immediately a skeptic and I'm, all, I'm already a skeptic, but I want to see how he explains some of the weird stuff that happened at Roswell. Something crashes, so, some military dudes go over, right? And they try to, they, and they, um, and they immediately claim that it's aliens because apparently the people who went to go inspect it where or like airplane technicians or whatever. I don't know. They all claim to be experts in whatever their field is. And apparently the materials that they saw were otherworldly. Um, actually, I have some quotes pulled up. Um, actually, I'll go over the quotes when Jake's here because that's what kind of what I wanted to grill them is grill him about is there seems to be such a discrepancy about these materials. Um, the military 
claim that th- these weird materials that crashed in New Mexico were just a weather balloon, but they didn't look anything like any weather balloon we've ever seen. Like, and and they they, uh, they released a picture of the some military people like looking at the weather balloon materials, and they were literally just weather balloon materials. <laughs> and to this day, they've interviewed people who went to go see those materials, and they're like. Yeah, what they showed in that picture was not what was at the crash site. Um, they, they think that it was actually just switched out for weather balloon materials. Um, years later, the military has released, me- the United States government has released many different explanations for what was actually there at that crash site, ranging from Project Mogul, which was a military um, weather balloon experiment during the Cold War, because this was right on the onset of the Cold War, that could possibly explain what these were, to, to spy on the Russians, essentially. Um, and, and there's just, just diff- many different cover-ups. But to this day, you interview the people that were there, and they, they think that it, wasn't, it was not a weather balloon, and they're, they're very sure that what the materials that they saw were nothing like the materials that were said to have been found at mm-hmm. the crash site. Um, I have a couple quotes describing the materials. Perfect. Um, because uh, some of them are interesting, and some of them are like, that's not interesting at all. Um, but the, the general consensus was the weirdest material was a thin light metal that was essentially deconstruct uh, indestructible mm-hmm. but i've heard different accounts for for example sergeant earl fulford uh, i picked it up but once in the palm of your hand you could wad it up into a small ball and then it would immediately assume its original shape mm. now that sounds like a lot of materials just in general like a lot of materials you can wad up and then it would instantly return right it's just sh- uh, form memory or whatever it's form memory yeah, yeah. but if it's it's if it's a metal that, that, that is the that. interesting thing. Because he, because I can't, I can't think that somebody with a consciousness picks it up and doesn't notice what a metal is. What if it's not metal though? I would assume what if, what it's if not they metal. Just mistook it for metal. Like it could be like some sort of you know carbon nanotube kind of thing. That's it, the only other explanation, right? That would make way more sense than an actual metal. Yeah. Right? Even even if it was aliens, I still think that's possible. As it wasn't metal, you know, it's just something else. Yeah. Oh, I, I completely agree with Jacob there. Um, here's a quote from some of the people because because they removed this stuff and they brought it to a uh, well I think the airport there <laughs> the airfield <laughs> there and this this flight engineer says it was a spaceship oh my god <laughs> wow after all these years I still don't know how that ship flew there was no engine <laughs> <laughs> before I go I'd like to know alrighty okay oh, that's too bad that that wish is not going to be fulfilled <laughs> is he dead is he dead now. <laughs> Who is this? I don't know. Sergeant William C. Hennis. Hennis. Uh, sounds like a dead man to me. <laughs> I love how you can tell by the name. <laughs> um, Arthur E. Exxon says, some could be easily ripped or changed, but there were other parts of it that were very thin but awfully strong and couldn't be dented with hammers. You know, like metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like that. That's, that's our idea. Is we're going to hit it with hammers. <laughs> but that here's is. the thing, though. His division was to reverse engineer foreign tech. Yeah, this is that that guy was an expert in reverse engineering mm, other countries' hammers. technology. Yeah, and he hit it with a hammer and decided that <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so six hundred people. Okay, but, but then again, like the hammer thing, that's just you know they they all have like their layman ways that they explain things to people who right. ask them because he's right. probably said it a million times. Is like he goes to his hammer analogy every time, right? Right, because like you can derive that from other experiments, <laughs> right? Other than hitting it with a yeah. hammer. But, <laughs> I'm I'm assuming they actually hit it with a hammer though, Jacob. Probably I, I, at some was, point. I mean, were, yeah, they were knowing the military. Yeah, yeah, there were experiments, but some some of them definitely hit it with a yeah. hammer. So my question is, why 
are all these higher up military people so sure that they're the government is lying about this and covering it up? Like, yeah, but that doesn't have to mean it's aliens, though. No, but, I'm not saying like, it's they're aliens. probably saying, covering it up for their own gain for something else. They're co- yeah, the gov- I, that's what I that's what I definitely think. The cover yeah. the government is covering up whatever the hell happened there for whatever reason. Maybe, maybe they discovered carbon nanotubes <laughs> from that, <laughs> and they've known it the whole time, and they just don't want to put put it out in the public because they like using this material. That's fair. And they want to keep it to themselves. I mean, like that's, that's unlikely, but that's, that's like, more possible than aliens. I actually think that's more likely that, that they were experimenting with materials and didn't want to admit it. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> I mean, you at this point you would expect that to have come out by now. But the thing is, there's are still things that aren't declassified, and so I don't know. Maybe they've been using it the whole time, and it still hasn't come out. They probably want to hang on to it for as long as possible. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Although it would be incredibly unlikely that the United States would develop that and then almost a century later no other country has or even well, other independent organizations within our country. Well, wouldn't they be hiding it too? Oh, that's true. Well, we're thinking that's about carbon. Fair. Well, we're thinking about material, like really advanced materials. I bet, how, 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 uh, how up to date are we on those comp- countries and their materials? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, like I feel like I'm not saying maybe, maybe they're not hiding it, but they're also not advertising it. Like it's chilling out. <laughs> it's just chilling out over there, and they're like not. They're not like, hey guys, we found this material. Fair. They're just like, oh, and then they put but, it. In but stuff. what about like the university researchers? You think that they're maybe just being silenced or something? Hmm. Because you would expect at this point a university would be able to invent anything that the United States government did a century ago. We're so far beyond that science. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, at the same time, like, you know, nuclear bombs, everybody developed that around the same time. That's We were racing, though. <laughs> like, the concept was out. <laughs> we <were> like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but at the end of the day... Wait, when, when was Roswell again? What 1947. Year was 47? A couple oh. years after the bombs. <laughs> They're like, this time we're not letting it get out. Yeah, exactly. And it's also right before the Cold War. Yeah. So we were we were rushing we were rushing around. I mean, a lot. yeah, there's no reason. I mean, no, that, we, if we, we were, were going to develop we carbon nanotubes around a lot, but World War II would have been the time we would have done it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I mean, if we're talking about yeah, yeah, if we're trying. But needless to say, when it comes to government <laughs> experimentation, they make some weird crafts and gadgets. And crafts? Stuff. <laughs> well, crafts. Oh, I thought like arts and crafts. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, you're talking about like like aircrafts and aircraft. such. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I meant, I meant aircrafts. I mean they they make a lot of floating flying things. Yeah, and like they're like, oh, that worked. That didn't work, but they don't want to tell anybody. No, because because that because if they tell them, even if it didn't work and they don't do anything with it, that still puts them ahead of where they would be if they had to figure it out themselves. Yeah, that's information. That's absolutely well. Crucial. It's it's like the the Russian space shuttle, the Buran. If you look at it, it uses the same, pretty much the same exact shape and airfoil as the space shuttle. They didn't need to have access to the space shuttle. They just saw that it worked. And so they just sort of, you know, inferred from that and they were able to skip a lot of research. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's every little piece of information matters. Like a lot of people talk about how it's like super superior to our shuttle. The Buran is like the, like way better than our shuttle. And when how did amazing they make it? Is. it? What? When did they make it? It was in like the 80s. Oh. They only flew a couple times, only once actually, a real mission. But it was it actually, it, the reason why they stopped is because um the collapse of the Soviet Union and everything. <laughs> uh, but it actually, I think it was superior to our shuttle. The, but the thing is, why I don't find that very impressive. Well, first off, they say, one of the reasons they cite is that it could do the entire mission autonomously, all by itself, right? Okay. Our space shuttle could totally do that. <laughs> it was our egos that didn't allow it to do that. Like, for instance, when the pilots fly it in for a landing. First off, they only take control, like, 
a couple minutes before actual landing, <laughs> and this is like an hour long process. Okay. And then also, when they take control, you know what they do? What? They don't look. They don't look out the windows and be like, "Okay, there's the runway. I'm gonna take her down there." No, no, no. They have a little dot on the screen. That's where they're supposed to be pointing <laughs> to land, and they just try to follow that little dot. <laughs> so the computer is telling, holding their hand the whole time. So it, it basically is autonomous with a stupid human in the middle of this. Like it's useless. It's this, redundant. This is, that's the equivalent of a kid being like, "No, no, I want to do that part." Yeah, no, like, it's so I bad. Do it. <laughs> that's so. It's, funny. A, it's worse than just letting the computer control it. <laughs> Why? There's, no, there's no advantage. So to that. basically, ours could have been autonomous too. And then also the whole thing of like, I think that. They were able to make such a good shuttle because they were able to just piggyback off of the work we had done. You oh, know? that's what Russia's always done. Standing the on the shoulders of, of their, giants. The entirety of their weaponry, military is that. Mm -hmm. It's like they literally take our designs and just make them as better. <laughs> like that's all. They Which can't is, there's invent. nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, it's just, do what I, you I don't think... do. But it's not. They're not better because they can do that. Yeah, that's it's, the thing. Like we have to invent it first, and then they go, oh, and then they make improvements. Yeah. That that's. I mean, think of the the AK ninety four. Mm -hmm. uh, was ninety four seventy four. Uh, basically, one of their standard issues rifles is just an M16 with an AK body, and they make some crazy maneuverable jets. Their jets, oh are yeah, their, their MIGs are stupid. Yeah, is it MIG or SIG? Uh, C, uh, SU. I'm thinking of the SU planes. What am I thinking of? MIGs. I mean, those are Russian too. It's just a different gener uh, different line or whatever. Oh, whoops, whoops. Well, yeah, their Russian planes are maneuverable. As yeah, hell. they're crazy. Those things can do <laughs> acrobatics like nothing. Yeah. Um, I remember we invented this thing. I think I don't remember what it was called. I was told it was called a trident. I doubt it, but it was basically a cannon that would fire at three different points, and all three of those like shells would land in the same place from three different angles. Okay, and it was a cool weapon we did, and the Russians made one that did it with five. <laughs> and I was like, seriously, <laughs> like, yeah, really? You just had to add two more cannons on that thing, and then like, ugh. And we, we we have the uh mo the Moab, the mother of all bombs. Yep, and they developed the, the Foab, which is. Honorable so bomb. good. We made, you know, we technically invented the nuclear warhead and they made the fucking Tsar bomb, but they just got to <laughs> one-up us with everything, man. That's great. They're like, we just added one to whatever you did and you did it. <laughs> it's like, hey, Russia. Um, okay, so... Six, of course, they failed to do that with the moon landing, so... Oof, yeah. <laughs> um, which I think some of them claim that the Russians actually got there and didn't tell anybody. Oh, man, if, if you've seen... If you've seen that thing try to launch, you know they did not make it to the moon. <laughs> the N1, oh God. <laughs> um, here's a weird one. Again, it's probably just them making stuff up. They claim to have seen bodies all around, alien bodies. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. they explain them as being four foot creatures with enlarged heads and large eyes, skinless with two nose slits skinless? and mouths. No, not skinless, sorry. Hairless? Um, hairless, I think. Okay. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know what to say about that. Like, um, what, what do you say about that? Bullshit. You just described like a slightly different human, right? Like, right. I mean, how many nostrils did they have? Well, they said two. Two. Two nostrils? Yeah, yeah. Really? I don't. I think it's weird that we have two nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> it should have just been one central nostril. They, they, they've claimed <laughs> central nostril. They claim that um, they found the bodies and they showed the bodies. And here's the thing. Some people were like, some. it was confirmed that some of them were mummified children, which is terrifying. Oh, wow. But I've seen the picture of the, I, did I save this thing? I didn't. God dang it. I thought I saved it. Dude, the thing has the exact skeletal structure of a human. Yeah. Like a rib cage. It has the yeah. everything you'd expect. And it's like, if life develops on another planet, like you'd have to assume the same like, 
primate evolution and everything to get that skeletal structure, no? Right. It would have to be a massive, massive, massive coincidence on top of all of the other coincidences required for this to be true anyway. Right, exactly. And it would have to have gone to the point where it developed space travel and found Earth. There's so many reasons why. Yeah, like if, if aliens, if this whole Roswell thing was true, that body could just not be the right body. There's it's no just way. Impossible. There's no way. Impossible. Which is scary that the thing crash landed in a place with a bunch of mummified children. I don't know how that happened. But, <laughs> but <laughs> that aside, I, I, it's just, I'm not convinced by anything they say. I'm not convinced by the concept that it's aliens. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But people are so, they're so sure. Well, yeah. And like, you know what? This is what bothers me. I was watching like some buzz, it's fucking BuzzFeed. So you can't really give them credit for anything. But there's these two guys talking about it. And no matter what anybody says, he's like, this is proof that it was a cover up. Mm-hmm. And the cover up is proof that they were aliens. Yep. And it's like, that's such a bad mindset. And it's one of those. That's, that's Joe Rogan's mindset on like the moon landing and everything yeah. is that the government covers things up. True. Therefore, the moon landing is a cover up. False. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, you can't just, you can't just make that conclusion. And it, it's, it's so hard to see that delusion and like be like, that's not what that means. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you apply that logic, then everything they do is a cover up. Like, where are you making your arbitrary, you know? Um, Why is what you think points? is what happened is what they're covering up? It's, How it's are you dumb. so sure? Yeah. And I don't think it's unreal. Like, like we were talking about, it's totally possible they were covering that up, just not aliens. They're covering up something else. They were, no, I think they're, they're absolutely covering it up. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm convinced they were covering something. That okay. I, I don't think it was aliens. I think it was a military experiment they didn't want to get out. And it's actually good for them that we were like, it's aliens. Because <laughs> like, if we actually yeah. knew, if we, we were, were like, off it the was, trail. Like, it's not, but let's put it, it's like, it's, it was carbon nanotubes. Yeah. <laughs> we're like putting it on the internet and like sending okay, it. Okay, well, here's the thing though. <laughs> Before Roswell, like the whole idea of aliens being covered up was not really a thing. That was kind of the origin for the most part. Right, okay. Like, like, yeah, there were. I heard know, something like that. Yeah, there were the couple whispers, but like that was like the, when it became mainstream. There was so UFO sightings. It's totally possible that the government tossed that into our pop culture to throw us off the trail. That would make sense. You know, that would make sense. And they could just use that for everything. I know. After that. Like, oh, we're covering it up because of aliens. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, aliens. You know what's funny is um, I saw this interview with Donald Trump, and they're oh, like, okay. what happened at Roswell? And he's like, I can't declassify it, but it's very. Very interesting information. <laughs> I'm like, that's the funniest response you could have given is being like, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. You know what would be really funny if, if they don't tell the presidents like about what happened at Roswell. Yeah. And he's just like, he doesn't want people to know that he doesn't know. Dude, I can, st- okay. Why would they tell him about Roswell? There's no reason There's no to. reason. Especially even if it was some random You can't experiment. trust even the president. Well, that there's no reason to tell the president. He doesn't no. need to know that. He's not going to contribute anything no, by knowing. No. There's nothing, except when I, if I became the president, that would it's number one. What I, would I, demand. I would demand. <laughs> I want Area 51 information. I want Roswell information. Yeah. Not because I believe they're doing it. I just want to see what crazy shit they're doing. I just, that's yeah. all. That makes you a very dangerous liability for the government. <laughs> yeah, More than would. a president already is. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> all the military secrets. <laughs> one man. One. Every secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, Donald Trump, no less. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing we got to address is a fun topic, uh, UFOs, because there's a lot of, I've, I've seen a lot of people talk about it. Obviously people are like, the military confirmed it, man. They released footage oh, of yeah. UFOs. You know, it's d- like David Fraser, you know, never said extraterrestrial. It's UFOs. You know, yeah. those have existed for a while. Cause I know they're like, it's unidentified. We can't figure out what it is. And everybody's like, 
it's real, guys. Yeah, it's it's aliens. aliens. It's like you realize that the 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 word the the term UFO is a subset of anything we can't explain that flies. Like, yeah, those those are everywhere. <laughs> but it's beyond that a little bit. Like uh, it's the physics. When, of the when researching that they this saw. stuff as as much as you did, um, like did you actually get into any of like the David Fraser stuff related no, to that? Wait, David Fraser. That sounds familiar. He, he's not. he's the fighter pilot who originally saw. That that thing you're talking about, the the military declassified yeah, okay. recently in, in the Navy. Um, so I guess it makes him an aviator, aviator, not a fighter pilot. But anyway, but he's gone over all sorts of podcasts and press things talking about it in his experience, and he's like a hundred percent convinced it was aliens. Really? Yeah, that's like, and you can go ahead and listen to like Joe Rogan interviews or Lex Friedman or whatever because he's talked about it a million times. So what do you think about that? What he the heck he could it seems be? Like, he seems like a cool guy. He seems like a credible guy. I don't think he's right. I don't. I, I don't think. He, I don't think he's right that it's aliens. However, I think the whole thing is really interesting. You know, I don't know what the actual right answer is. Well, for me, it just scares me because I don't think it. Like the probability of it being aliens is low. It, it's well, it's low. That's regardless. the problem. Is even assuming him being perfectly credible in every other facet of his life. It's just his his ability to break credibility versus the odds of aliens being here is just it's not a fair comparison. Well, he's gonna lose. Well, every here's time. the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think. I don't think he's breaking credibility. Or, yeah, or him just being wrong. <laughs> that's much more likely. I, well, this is, what scares me is that if that's not aliens, that means someone else developed that. And if someone else developed that, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that would be a revolution in like aircraft. It and would be. We don't have it. <laughs> yeah. So like that scares me a little bit. I'm like, some other country developed that and we don't want them to have that. Because that, apparently that thing moved really quickly, really well. Which is not good. Yeah. And we haven't seen anything like it. That means we're incredibly far behind in aircraft development. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, hopefully it was an alien. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I think the idea that we've invented something like that is incredibly exciting. Because like that, that's amazing that we could even harness a technology. True. Because all of our traditional forms of propulsion cannot achieve that right no. now. So we would have had to make a major breakthrough, which... Once it gets out of the military's hands, then that could be great for scientific things, such as exploring space. What's the likelihood that we made such a breakthrough? That's such an advancement. I yeah, that's the thing. I don't even. I feel like if anything, I hate. I hate this because it's the most boring answer. But if anything, it's probably more likely that they weren't witnessing a solid craft. You know, there's a combination of bad sensor readings and misunderstanding the information presented to you. Where it, it wasn't a thing that that as it wasn't a thing as they described. It was probably an aberration of some sort. You know. Do you really think that 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 that, that like a military? Uh, I'm just saying that that, that is much more possible or probable than that kind of craft being invented. Right, but going off probability, but yeah, going off probability, yeah. sure. But like, they saw something that moved like that, and we have footage of it. Like, yeah. what what the hell was it? I mean, the, I doubt they are, didn't know what they're talking the, about. There's like, prevalent um, explanations for it. I, I can't endorse any of them because I don't know any of them well enough. But like, there are prevalent, not disproven explanations of it. Okay. But I just, that it's, being it's said, like, so badly I wish it was aliens. But so like, cause much. like, because here's the thing: like, at what point? At what point do you like? If a like the probability is low for something to occur, right? But at yeah. what point do you, do you have like anecdotal evidence? Do you be like, 
you're just going to deny it right out just because you're already convinced it can't happen. Right. No, that's very true. That's, that's a valid concern because you don't want to just dismiss things just because it's unlikely. I know. That's what I'm saying. But like, here's the I, thing. Is usually that that's true, but. Nor- normally, like, the problem is that it's, it's such, a, such a discrepancy between the likelihood of these different things that if you're talking about Occam's razor, it's, I mean, those two, those two explanations are right out, you know? Yeah, but Occam's Razor, how applicable is it? Like, how, like, of an official... It, how official of a concept is Occam's Razor other than just layman's? Well, it's not... I mean, it's just... It's just Logic. a good tool. <laughs> yeah. It's a good tool to use. And, and generally, it, just, it works out. <laughs> I doubt it was an apparition. I think something is going on. I don't you know think so? It is. Well, I, I, I so... I, I just, wish. I really don't want to sit here and be like, the entirety of the United States military looked at this and didn't know. And we're all hallucinating when they saw this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that just... That, that blows my mind. Well, I mean, and they classified it, so they, they none of them knew what that was. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. But like, they could have you classify, yeah, because you don't know what it is. But you don't have to when you declassify. You don't have to explain that you didn't figure it out. You know, they could know that if it were an aberration, they could know that. And I right guess now, that's true. They could know that, and they just because I mean, what press releases did they put out again? What what did they say in the press releases? Did they say much of anything? I don't think so. I don't think they said much of anything. They just said it moved. Um, they they yeah, saw something that like, moved. So, yeah, assuming that it was an object, it couldn't be explained, but otherwise they think that maybe it couldn't. It wasn't an object. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, and I, I can't claim to understand anything of this because this is still a, a developing situation. Yeah, I just, I don't want to be on the side, I don't want to be on the side of accepting anecdotal evidence, and I don't want to be on the side of mm-hmm. dismissing anything that I don't think is physically possible. Yeah, that's that's just I don't want to do that because I just I, I don't think that's because it happened. It, they they saw something they didn't know what it was and mm-hmm. it moved. I, I just don't. Well, that's don't the, think well, here's that the thing. The reason why I'm totally sitting here going it's improbable. The is reason why to I'm dismiss. totally okay with dismissing it is because whether or not I dismiss it has no bearing on whether or not we solve the answer. Like me dismissing it un, un, until they prove it otherwise doesn't have it. It doesn't mean that we stop researching the alternative solutions. To that problem, I see that. I see that as a case. were I a leading researcher on this issue, I'd probably consider the alternatives a little bit more. But like I said, what I think has no bearing on it, so it doesn't really matter. I'm just, I'm just of the mindset that I'd, I'd like to be as truthful about what's happening and what I think, it, truthful to myself about what I think is happening. Oh, truthfully to myself, I think it, it's probably not real either. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that's consistent. But anyway, we should talk about the actual. Alien stuff, though, rather well, okay. than talking about whether or not it's, uh, I'll, I'll try. Well, let's be less realistic. <laughs> well, um, I feel like we are we're already pretty not realistic. Here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, let's be even less realistic. Low. I don't want to be talking about what I believe it to be. Let's talk about what the hell was it, though. Man, there are a lot of really interesting UFO stories out there. Really, I, I disagree. You disagree? Historically, it's been glowing orbs that fly around in the sky, and I'm like, that's boring. That's there, uh, there's a couple. That's definitely an aberration. There's a couple other like Fraser-like instances that happened where like okay. we never explained what the military people saw. Even recent ones. I'm, ah, I wish I remember what it was called. There was there was one within like the past two decades that was like the big one up until this one, which I think is more interesting than this one. Perhaps because we don't have the video or something. I was hoping that you were looking it up because I have I don't remember anything about it. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I've not heard of what you're talking about. Uh, oh, basically, okay. If I'm going to try to recollect what I remember about it, uh, over the course of a, of many occasions, they they had a radar detection. Okay. 
um, from like a military base. Uh, I think it was like in California or something. Okay, okay. I don't remember where. Take all this with a grain of salt. Um, and then like the radar was doing things that crafts can't do, normal crafts can't do. It's really similar to, to the Fraser incidents. Right. Um, so like, yeah, they're like, oh, that's, that's crazy, guys. I don't know what this is. It's probably a defect or something. And then eventually at one time at night, like some military craft was flying around and they actually saw it, like visual confirmation of it. And they described it. And I think it was kind of similar to being like, oh, you know, it's, it's not really, you can't detect any features on the outside. It's pretty smooth or whatever. And it's doing things that are crazy that we can't explain. There's no propulsion trail or anything like that. It was a very similar uh, situation. Didn't we confirm that was an actual military craft? No. Oh. No, weird. not this one. This one is still yet unexplained. Huh. And this one has even less than the Fraser one does because there wasn't like a government press release on it. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's really uncommon in general. I, I don't understand that bit of that. Hey, you know, in, in one of the recent bills that was passed like at the end of last year, I think for some reason, completely unrelated to the bill, there was a stipulation that the the government or the military needs to release all of its information on UFOs immediately within like the next three months or something like that. Wait, why? Yeah, they just threw that into the bill. And the funny <laughs> thing was, is everybody's like, oh guys, this is it, this is it. It's so exciting. And I'm like, dude, do you think that if the freaking senators tell them to do it, they're still going to do it? Yeah, like, they're no, gonna do they're going to no. be like, fuck you. They're going to really, they're going to, you know what would be funny if they release all the UFO information that's not interesting. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. They do and they just keep all the cool they're stuff. They're going to keep all the cool stuff. <laughs> just because the senators told them <laughs> to yeah. release information doesn't mean they're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah, because what are the senators going to do? They're going to march all down yeah, there. You, you, think, you think they're going to listen to Bernie Sanders? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like <laughs> That's not how it works. No, that's not how that not, works. That's not how the military works. If, if it were NASA or something, yeah, they would have to release everything, right? Yeah. But NASA already does that. But anyway, I thought that was funny. Um, do you have any UFO stories personally? Anything you saw? Yeah, man. Every now and then I'll see a UFO, man. Yeah? Yeah, movies, so um, <laughs> books. <laughs> so, so you don't have any, like, any anecdotes about having seen a UFO that you still can't explain or alien-related activities? I've not, I haven't experienced anything supernatural in my entire life. Like not a damn thing. It sucks. That sucks yeah, so much. Isn't that the worst possible answer? I, I know. That everyone has something. Yeah. You had something. You had the Loch Ness monster stuff when I before. Okay, yeah, but I never experienced that. I thought you said you that did. my that was my dad. My oh. dad has has um champ experiences. Oh boy. Yeah, that's boring. <laughs> that is. <laughs> not and seen you know, anything. It's kind of the same for me because I used to have some UFO stories, but since then I've just entirely debunked them. Really? And you're for yourself? Yeah. But Jacob, you're you're an infinite skeptic. I'm not though. You are though. You've you've denied pretty much everything. <laughs> at this point in time, yes. Yeah. I'm just saying like these UFO stories were from my childhood at a point where I 100% believed aliens were visiting us okay. in that moment. So which one is more biased? I mean, I think you now, Jager. I think I just wanted to have UFO stories. No, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm screwing around with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what were your UFO stories as a kid? They're not even interesting, even for wishful thinking. Really? Like, like oh, uh, one oof. of them was, oh, we were driving back from my sister's house in the middle of the night. My, my one of my stepsisters, not stepsisters, half sisters. So she was, she was with her mom. We were driving back from her house. And it was nighttime. I was looking out the minivan window, you know, as you normally do when you're coming back as a kid. Yep. And then I look up and there's the moon, right? Yep. And I'm looking at the moon. It's full moon. And then a freaking flying saucer comes out, not from the moon, but from the surrounding mountains of the area. And it, and it flies out into wherever the space I was looking at was. 
and it hovers there and I'm like, whoa, freaking flying saucer. And, it, and then what it does is it angles itself to be like where the top of the saucer was facing at the moon and then it shoots off at the moon and then that was the end of it. Okay, and what was that? It was it was me making it up. <laughs> I don't, my explanation is that either I was dreaming it, which I don't think so, but I think I think I was just simply imagining it, like not hallucinating, because I don't I don't think I I don't think I ever saw it. I think I just started telling that story. <laughs> that's that's my explanation of that. Because even for a UFO story, it's stupid. Yeah, but yeah. do you have a recollection of what you think you saw? No, because at this point, that memory has been told so many times that all I remember is myself telling the story. Yeah, okay. Yeah, in fact, I remember the specific words I would use in telling the story, which weren't what I just used. So, yeah, no, that is bullshit. <laughs> it's it's made up, um, which is really bad because I want to have a UFO story that I can't explain, you know, but I can. Yep. What's up with the anal probe abduction stories? Why do people have those? Closet of sexual thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I doubt that's no, I, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. Is that even a common thing? I don't actually even see that instead of actual. Where did it come from? I don't people know. Making it up for movies. I wonder if like it came from like one or two stories, and then the comedy movies ran, you know, ran away with it. Yeah, yeah. It, you think about when you think about where have you heard that? It's mostly in comedic references. Yeah, to it. fair. Also, an anal probe will tell you what. Even with yeah, that, right. Even with alien technology, you're not analyzing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's dumb. Also, Dude, why alien abduction have to do that. <laughs> alien abduction stories, no matter how easily disproven they are, still freak me out so much. Reading why? them, it's f- creepy. I feel like of all the things that could happen, that's like the least creepy thing. You think it's not creepy being like abducted by aliens and then. Potentially having like scientific experiments done on you and everything. I feel like terrorists doing that is more likely. <laughs> more I'm likely. More, I'm more afraid of that too. You are? I don't know. I feel like aliens would have developed anesthesia of some sort. <laughs> we have anesthesia, but we also boil crabs alive. <laughs> it's not a cre- yeah, fair. Uh, it's not a, I don't know. I, I guess it doesn't freak me out. There's worse that could happen. That's one thing I could, that was one of my proofs for aliens being a real thing that I've experienced when I was a kid because whenever I would see a depiction, uh, specifically like, you know how like there's different types of aliens? There's like the gray aliens, there's like reptilian ones. Yeah, in concept, yeah. Well, like like we just have different classifications for the sightings we've had, right? Yes. So the gray, alien, gray aliens are like the common one. Yeah. And whenever I would see an image of that, and I'm desensitized now from specifically looking it up to scare myself, but whenever I would see a, a, like a illustration or artist depiction or anything relating to gray aliens, I would have like a fight or flight response yeah. every single time. If I saw it, I would freak out and I would freeze yeah. for two seconds when my brain was like, what is happening? I need to figure out the situation first. Like I would have that anytime I ever saw any like any depiction of it. Huh. So my explanation as a kid was like, therefore I must have had some sort of traumatic experience with an alien because otherwise why do I have this inbuilt you know, response that other people don't have? Okay, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I had that response. This is xenophobia, no. But that's not a. Th- it's with thing. a specific thing, right? Yeah, it was with a specific type of alien, okay. and I would always have that intense response to it since, for like, as long as I can remember. I don't know. Which is really, really interesting to me. Also, you said it's not a thing, but there's people afraid of pickles, Jacob. No, I mean, like, it's a thing, but like, there is no. That's what I was talking about earlier, complaining about is there's there's only one xenophobia, and it refers to aliens on this planet. Well, what, yeah, I know. What do you? What do you? What's the word for There is no word. That's what I'm saying. Okay. There is none. At least no if, if there is, please email us because I've never been able to find it. I would hope that you guys would email us about 
any like incorrections we have, but none of you have said anything. So I'm assuming so we you're must have been right. We, <laughs> Every oh, single was, time. Yeah. <laughs> We've never been wrong about anything on this podcast. Ever. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any ideas of what that could be? If somebody is just afraid of aliens? And not not just afraid of them, but like, yeah, well, yeah, afraid of aliens in general, but just having like an actual traumatic response to seeing something like that. Specifically at that image, you know? I f- why can't that just be natural? Is, it, why can't is you that just something that something, naturally happens? I don't know. You can see something that really freaks you out. Like, I feel like that's normal. <sighs> I don't know. To, to so, your degree, I have no so idea. It's so specific and consistent that I just, I don't want... Well, did you see, maybe weird. you saw a movie that you repressed? It's possible. But like, rather I, than just I, having a natural fear of a specific alien type, seeing a movie that you did, that you repressed in your memory and being freaked out about it. Because I've had things where I've been scared of and then I found out it was because I saw a movie when I was a kid. It would have had to have been like pre-memory years, you know, like before yeah. I was forming permanent memories. Because I, the first one, the first alien movie I ever saw in my memory is E.T. when I was six years old. And that did freak me out, but right. that, that was post having this reaction. Okay, and that's also not a gray. Exactly. It's a different type of alien. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's a finger light alien. Yeah, he's, he's just freaked me out because he was just he was just a creepy motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that movie, his voice and everything? I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, no, he's freaky anyway. You're taking my friend away. It's I think, the I government's think like, we don't care. It's, it's very, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very common for kids to be scared of that movie regardless of their affliction with aliens. I haven't, I remember freaking getting freaked out when I saw it years ago, but mm-hmm. I don't remember. And I don't remember how freaked out I actually was. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know I have, a, I have a lot of friends that won't watch that movie. Yeah, no. Creepy stuff. My friends are fucking bitches. <laughs> it's fucking like Jesus. Yeah, I mean, if you still can't watch ET, that's, that's yeah, something. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about crop markings, but because I don't, what the hell? Crop markings? Yeah, you think someone went out with a lawnmower? Dude, crop circles are, I hate those. I don't even, I'm not even interested in crop circles. You know, like I'm interested in UFOs. It's just a bunch of lame farmers who are bored, you know? Yeah. But how do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> I know why did, okay if you have a skill to make these intricate drawings with your tractor like advertise that don't don't blame it on aliens be like hey check out this thing I can do with my tractor I don't think it's aliens but why the hell would they go out there and do that and spend their, I guess there's bored ass people huh? yeah I mean being a farmer would you not get bored eventually they, they went to stupid lengths though Jake like like the golden ratio. Well, that one's stupid. The go- That's just a I, okay, slow. I have a bone to pick with the, the golden the ratio. They did pie. Dude, the golden ratio is such a bullshit made up number. What? what like, about? Uh, okay, you know how like you got the Fibonacci sequence, right? Right. That's fine. That is what it is. I thought those they, were the same. Well, yeah. It, it derived from the Fibonacci sequence. If you take the ratio from each integer to the next, it tends towards the golden ratio. Okay. So it's not even equivalent because it varies but it tends towards the golden ratio. And then we're like, dude, the golden ratio is mathematical perfection. It's the it's the most beautiful structure to the human mind. And, and sure. then they'll just overlay it on top of things that don't correlate with the golden ratio <laughs> whatsoever. They'll take any spiral they see in nature and be like, the golden ratio. Yeah, I know, right? It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. No, I know. It's a lot of crap. There's, there's nothing to the golden ratio. I hate it. Oh, I hate that too. Yeah. Because you know what? Built into my camera, they have like overlays you can put on top of the um, the viewfinder to help uh-huh. you compose things. Is it a golden ratio finder? You've got the, the rule of thirds, you've got center marking, and you've got the golden ratio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what would be more useful? It would be like cinemascope, aspect ratios, 2.35, anything. I, I There's no way to get that on the camera. It kills me. I have to tape off my viewfinder to get these, these helpers. 
But they uh-huh. have the golden ratio. <laughs> like, that's useless. <laughs> Blender has the golden ratio built in. <laughs> I hate it so much. What are you going to compose to that stupid spiral? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. 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 Also, it's it, no matter what you do with it, it looks like a spiral, and that's not interesting. No. God, okay. Yeah, I hate the golden that ratio. That one's definitely a, defi- definitely a novelty. Well, what the hell is the two pi thing? People like two, some people like two pi over pi. I, I mean, I, I kind of get it. Because if, nope. if you deal Screw with you. diameters rather than radii, Makes sense. Nope. Pi. <laughs> Shut up. Just add a two. Two pi. Idiot. I mean, what's wrong with having two constants? Why, why don't we have like... To like we- the one that's less useful over the more useful one. That's why. Yeah, okay. Why don't we have J that's like 2i <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we, can, we can do this for all of the constants. When do you need 2i? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need i. I swear maybe. There you go. J. That makes sense, because you you square i a lot, right? I don't. I haven't used i in anything <laughs> other than used, spelling I words. I haven't used i almost ever. <laughs> Every time I've had to use i is because my teacher was like, "Now use i," yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "So there's a, there's a popular theory that our government is consistent of alien reptiles." Yes, let's talk about that. Why? I don't know what to say. This why? Why do you think that? Why do they think that? What? Well, because it's true. I'm assuming this is one of the things that was posed as a joke, kind of like the spiders in your mouth thing. Oh. And, and someone took it seriously. No, it feels like a logical result of different conspiracies to me. Really? It feels like if, if people are going to believe these things, this, this makes sense for them to also believe. Because we talked about like aliens below the surface, right? Right. That combines with the reptilian thing because that's where they think they came from, was below the surface. Um, talking about like a mysterious third party controlling our governments, like Illuminati and so forth. Yeah. That is also in the reptilian thing. It's it's just like a, it's like a greatest hits of conspiracy theories. Is <laughs> That's what like it the is. number one. People yeah. are so sure. It's like, wait, but where? I feel like people other than the Senate and Congress, the government gets switched switched out and all the time. You think that if they were controlled by reptiles, they'd be more effective at <laughs> whatever oh they're trying to god. do? Oh my god! Because they're yeah. not effective. They suck. Damn. Well, um, what if their only purpose is to like suppress um, technological advancement? Well then, they're still kind of sucking at that. I, I guess. Well, like it's slow. I enough. guess you could give them credit for that, but you, the only way you could give them credit for that is assuming that we'd be further along, along given political changes. Yeah, but we don't know that because it's always been exactly. Controlled. We don't know. So, so like that's you gotta, pointless. You gotta open your. You gotta get woke, dude. We gotta have my brother on this podcast sometime. Yeah, he believes in reptilians, or at least he did last what? time we talked you about can't, it. You can't prove seriously. I'm, I'm being. We serious. gotta bring him on. We gotta. Ask we him gotta questions. have. Like, dude, why? Why? So would you many think other that? things too. But he's also like a totally rational guy until you talk about this w- w- crazy stuff. And then it's, all of a sudden... It's weird how some people are like that. Like they're, they're super rational. And every now and then there'll just be a topic where someone is just completely the other way. And you're like, why? Yeah. Where did this come from? I got to ask him. Yeah. This, oh, man. Just That'd like, be so much fun. Because we shit, sit here and we shit on all these things. Nobody has a constant... Nobody's to able about. to fight back. I no. want to have somebody who can fight back and be like, no, you guys are wrong. Here's why. I want, I want to listen to that. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. You realize because of this podcast episode, I'm grilling Hannah tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to really? ruin Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's grilling, so good. Grilling like, the shit. I know it's Valentine's Day, but <laughs> here's why you're wrong. <laughs> here's why you're wrong about aliens. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Because with almost everything else, if I grill her enough, it comes down to, I just wanted it to be true. Yeah. And that's why I believe it. And I'm like, but why believe it? Because she's like, it's fun. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, that's not how that should work. <laughs> She's like, it's not hurting anybody. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're right, but no. Oh, man. Uh, 
She's like, what's life if I can't pretend like aliens have been to Earth? And I'm like, that's true, Mizra. What is life without that? What, it's realistic. Many <laughs> that's things. What life, is. <laughs> life is realistic. I, you know why? You know why I have such a problem with that? Because I think Earth is super. Reality is super cool, and to and like I can't find myself to make up things that I think are cool to entertain yeah. myself because I think what makes something cool is that it's actually the haze. But you can't expect people to just be not bored with reality. I know, but to walk around pretending. We, our brains intentionally make things boring that isn't boring. Like, I, I know, right, like the moon. There's a fucking rock up there. It's a big ass rock. You can see <laughs> with your own damn eyes. You can't even see the mountain down like a couple miles away. You can see the rock up there. Yeah, big rock. That's crazy. I know, it's super but cool. But you look at it, you're like, whatever. It's a big circle. <laughs> See, you, you can't expect people to be super excited with reality. No, you're right. But to walk around and be like, it's real. It's real, guys. <laughs> yeah, because the, the alternative of this is just being incredibly amazed by everything around <laughs> you. Which is, <laughs> I can hear the grass scream. It's so useless. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. But I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Just to walk around pretending something's real is bothers me. Like, I just don't understand how that you can walk around and, like, be honest with yourself and mm -hmm. think there are reptiles running our government. Oh, fair. Yeah, no, no, that's true. That's a different thing. Um, how do you not bullshit? You call your own self out on that. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I think entertaining the idea is fun, but, yeah, entertaining but not the living idea. the idea. That's what I mean. So I have to ask him, what... Why do you have any other reason that's not... Oh, man, this... I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, you gotta bring him on, man. We gotta have him on. Yep. We should have more. We need more guests. This is well. We're gonna have guests for season two. We haven't know, announced it, I but know. that's good. That was the thing that we discussed in episodes past about what what are we gonna do for season two? Yeah, it's gonna be guests. We're yes, gonna have guests we here. Bring guests. You guys are gonna love it. We gotta do. And they're gonna be totally unnoteworthy un guests. <laughs> we're oh, gonna yeah, bring no. them on for their personality traits or their experiences, but they are not going to be anybody you've ever heard of. <laughs> no. Well, well why? okay. You guys, you guys listening. We have no access to anybody who's any worth. Any, any, like worth anything. <laughs> like, well, apparently you can not, actually. I mean, you can get anybody. some like some like B tier YouTubers pretty easily if you just ask a lot of people. But I don't think I don't think I'm at that point of them. wanting to ask people. <laughs> I don't want to talk to them. Say we do get them, it's like, oh shit, that's kind of some pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we gotta interview somebody who actually matters. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, matters. Yeah. No, thank you. We're gonna interview nobodies. We nobodies. Can have the, we can have. We can be the somebody. <laughs> to be honest, though, I think from the people we've discussed, they're at least they're interesting people to hear. On the well, we say that because we know them. I know, but ah, true, fair. Yeah, they have, they have interesting voices. I can say that. Oh, a lot of people that I've seen, like they have the most bland voice. Mm, 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 mm. They're on the podcast and they just sound like a dude, and you're like, oh, yeah. You know, it's great is the Brian Cox. <laughs> His voice. He's got that. Oh, I love He's got that him. tiny little English voice. Oh, it's so relaxed. What if you take all the particles and <laughs> put them into a single spot? <laughs> Jacob's dead on here. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, exciting times. I can't wait to have guests on here. Yeah, any any closing thoughts on anything before we exit? No, that's your job. Come on. Okay. My closing thoughts are, I'm, I'm going to whisper the rest of the episode. Okay. Okay. And you measure, you can whisper too, because because whisper. we can't even hear each other anyway. Email us at TerminalSatan. I don't like gmail.com. I don't like TerminalSatan. And then, <laughs> shut up. He's, he's just waiting for me to finish. He's going to comment on whatever I say. He's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> Rate us five stars. Five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Hey Jacob, I don't really think we can.